good uh, evening, Dan. Good evening, sorry. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm all right, man. Um, we've obviously been hanging out for a bit, so me saying good evening to you is like, and I've already said it's that. It's a bit weird, isn't it? It's yeah, a yeah. bit weird. Um, just for the record, once again, we're back in the fishes. Yeah, thank yeah. you, fishes. Yeah, uh, which again is not a pond. No. It's a pub yeah. uh, in Oxfordshire. So thank you, the fishes, for having us. Um, how you been, Dan? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, mm. Solid weekend of football. Solid week of football? Solid weekend. Weekend. Okay. <sighs> Imagine a week of football; it'd be great. Um, no, uh, yeah, it's been it's been decent. What about yourself? Yeah, it's been good. So um, I've got a bit of time off work at the moment. So uh, um, yeah, just how the other hanging half out. live, eh? How the other half <laughs> just, live? Yeah, fully hanging out at the moment. So um, yeah, I'm very in very good spirits, ready to flex. And I bet you're in good spirits after Wednesday, especially. Oh, mate. So yeah, so Man United, we beat PSG completely against the odds. I remember I was talking to someone before the game saying, I think in last week's podcast, I even said, let's just get this game out of the way and concentrate on the league. Because I, I did not see any chance of us winning it. Um, but we did. Um, I'm lost for words, if I'm honest. Like, I was lost so, for words when it happened. Yeah, so was I. Mm. So was I. Um, I was fuming. Fuming. Because yeah. I don't agree with this whole, you should support the English teams in Europe. Mm-hmm. It's not a chance. I don't. I wanted you to lose. Yeah. Gutted when it pen- it wasn't a penalty. Like, well, this is something that needs to be kind of cleared up clearly. Um, Did you think it was? Well, I'm going to say yes, but maybe that's bias. Yeah. But I think that the point here is that, like, if you move your arm into a position that makes your body bigger and your arm obstructs the ball, then it's a offence or a foul or whatever you want to call it I just didn't think his arm was that far away from his body and for how close it was because it was reasonably close as well I, I think, think it, I think if it was a Premier League game mm-hmm. I think it had been a struggle and I think the the reversal is, is if it was PSG yeah. that got that in the last minute you'd have probably complained about it I would have felt hard done by but I still think I would have accepted that's the rules of a handball now see I see that's the thing. I don't understand how the rules of handball can change. And uh, do you know what I mean? It's sort mm. of like, it, is it is it the abilities of the referees to, to, to dictate what handball is and what handball isn't? Mm-hmm. Like, if there's... Handball is not like offside. Handball is... It, it should be a bit more black and white than that. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I just... Per- I personally don't think... I think it was a tough call. I think it was a tough call. Mm-hmm. Um, but nonetheless, to beat PSG in Paris is some result. And, mm. I mean, you come... Oh, no, no, you, sco- you scored in the first couple of minutes. Yeah. And I thought... We I, just capitalised on mistakes. I just thought, overall, he was, you were so good. The only one that, obviously, you can pick holes in was Bailly, But oh, he was dreadful. But I don't understand why he was playing right back. Well, I think we tried to... We kind of set up to first and foremost defend and then capitalise on their mistakes and maybe counterattack here and there which is what we did and I think as an attempt to like defend we placed three centre backs in like a sort of back three and then had wing backs was the kind of idea see I don't know about that because when I was looking at Ashley Young's position he was he was playing too far up the pitch and he, he was, was almost coming like, in central as well like mm-hmm. it was it, it was like there wasn't there was no recognised shape to it. So there's like a miscommunication, and, and quite not, clearly. Yeah. And, I mean, 
you had Dallo on the bench mm-hmm. who come on and ultimately made a massive impact. Yeah. Great um, player. Exciting. And I don't understand why... I mean, I get that Di Maria sort of tore young to shreds in the first year, the first yeah. leg. Um, but, I mean, would he have done that with Dallo? And is Ashley Young going to let that happen a second time? Mm. And it was just... It, I mean, obviously, Oli rectified it. Mm-hmm. You know, in the first 35 minutes, he took him off. Well, because I'm not sure if he took him off because it was a tactical decision or because by... Uh, Suggested he had an injury. See, I think that suggestion may have been. Have you ever done that? You yeah, pretended yeah, you were injured. I have because you know you're playing bad. Sickingly <laughs> enough, I have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We was playing. We was playing in a year eight game, and I was a year seven, and I got. Oh, but yeah. you were playing in it as well. What game was that? Oh, I can't remember who we were facing. And I was playing left back, and I had a stinker. Like was awful. Like these guys were bigger than me. Yeah, run faster than me, stronger than me, and everything. And in the end, the hamstring went. <laughs> with quotation marks mysteriously and yeah and it was just get me off that pitch fair enough and well if that's the case then maybe you can look at it as that's a great team player thing to do from Bayer he so recognised I need to sacrifice myself for the better of this team yeah I, I guess it's still a little bit a little, little bit shit in it <laughs> it's a little bit <laughs> shit do you know what I mean having a pro footballer come off of a yeah. feigning an injury <laughs> but like I said, take nothing away from you guys. Mm. It's an extremely good result. Um, not so great today. Not so good a result today. No, man. It was. I think what's quite interesting is, dare I say, maybe in midweek, we, if you base it on stats and like chances created, you could easily say PSG might have got more out of that game. And I think the complete opposite today as in Man United, I think had the better of the chances, weren't very clinical. Um, and yeah, we lost. I mean, where do you stand on the first goal? Because I looked at that and I instantly thought it took a deflection because the amount the balls moved I is, think is, is, is crazy. And yeah. I was sort of listening to Gary Neville and Jamie Carragher and Neville was adamant, you know, it's a De Gea mistake. Mm-hmm. Carragher was saying, well, look, the balls moved that much, it's like a deflection's been put on it. Mm-hmm. Looking back on it, you can sort of see that he's put too much weight on his left foot and it's so hard to come back from that. Mm. Um, I'd probably go with that it was a mistake from him. From De Gea? Yeah. I think he's just tried to overanalyze something a bit too much and he's sort of gone with his left before anything's really happened. And I know the ball's moved a lot. Yeah. But he's he's set... I mean, who am I to tell De Gea how to, you know be a goalkeeper but it's it almost like, like he's what makes him great has let him down on this occasion because what makes him great is being able to anticipate yeah. and see things early but um, he's clearly seen this too early yeah. before it's took that and swerve. I mean it's a, it's a pure strike mm. it's a pure strike um, and you know from what I'm seeing you guys were still decent you still had you know mm. you know a lot of chances created and everything like that and but it's a big it's a big loss for you because chasing that top four, that top four like so race tight. has got so tight now. So I mean, third, it's n- fourth, no longer fifth, in six. our hands because Chelsea have a game in hand as well. And if they win that, that puts them above us and level with Arsenal. Mm. So, so you're sick. You could be sick. All of a sudden, this great run mm. where you started sick from. Mm. If Chelsea win their game in hand, you could go back to sixth. And it's when you think about it, mm. it's almost like how is that? 
how has that happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, it's you got to give credit to Arsenal and Chelsea for kind of keeping keeping the heat on, like despite the fact that we've won bar two almost all of our games since Christmas. I think um, it's just mental because I don't actually think Chelsea have been that good recently, and they're still there or thereabouts, and yeah. they're still causing you guys issues. You can say that about a lot of teams at the top, though. I think it's been quite an interesting season. There's been a few teams that have like, you know, had like really bad phases and mm. like scrappily won games and are still like in title challenges. Mm. Bar yeah, Tottenham. <laughs> <laughs> and there we go again. <laughs> like uh, I went to obviously I went to Wembley last week, right. so. I have a newfound sympathy. Um, I'm not going to say love, that's a bit far. Affection for Tottenham. Um, but I can't help enjoying their demise. I mean, beating Dortmund away in midweek probably isn't a demise. That saddened me because I wore my uh, Dortmund Jayden shirt. Sancho shirt. My Sancho yeah. shirt to work. Um, I, I mean, I can't... Yeah, I, can't, I mean, their goal was getting peppered. Their mm. goal was getting peppered. And I think that, you know, the Vito- did you see the Vertonghen block? Oh. Oh, it's incredible. Yeah. It's one of the best blocks I've ever seen. Did, did they have a Champions League player of the tournament? What, ju- no, it, should be, it should be him. If they get to the final, Vertonghen. No, no, it should just be him for that. There you go, yeah. Do you <laughs> know what I mean? Yeah. And um, we've got, like, <clears throat> like, Harry Kane has sort of come up trumps again. Mm-hmm. It's It's kind of... Injured players are back now. <clears throat> yeah. So if anything, it should all come and in, click into place for Tottenham. But. Which is crazy because Delhi Ali came back against Southampton and they lost. Mm-hmm. You know they were winning. Yeah. And they had some clear, clear, clear cut chances. Yeah. Before Harry Kane put them one up. Mm-hmm. And you know now that Delhi's back and you know Ericsson's there and Kane's scoring and mm-hmm. Sun's about. That should have seen Tottenham kick on a little bit. And they're in deep trouble now. Yeah. Because momentum isn't going their way. Mm -hmm. It's going sort of, you know, Arsenal are doing well. Arsenal's last eight games don't look that bad at all on paper. Mm -hmm. And I know football isn't played on paper. Yeah. But that United game will be a massive, massive... Huge boost for them. Yes. And I think that given the the games they've got left mm-hmm. this could be a real kickstart for them to get into the Champions League mm-hmm. um, and then with you guys on a, you know on such a good run and I think if if you, I imagine you guys will get back on track mm-hmm. I imagine you guys will get back on track but I don't actually think you guys have got a Premier League game for three weeks now oh for real yeah I don't think you've got one because you've hopefully got hopefully that'll give us some time to get our long list of injured players back well you've got the internationals, yeah, and you were supposed to be playing City next weekend. Um, but that's not happening, no FA Cup. Ah, so yeah. I'm pretty sure that we're playing next weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Arsenal might be. Um, but I can confirm it, this if you would like me to. If you, if you could confirm this, this would be great. But I see, I see that. Going back to the Dortmund, Dortmund yeah. game, it's such a big result for Tottenham and you would have thought that it would have springboarded them into that position of starting to pick points up in the league where mm-hmm. ultimately they have been struggling recently with you know the losses to Burnley. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's... I mean, they're... I, think, I don't think they're playing. I don't think they got a game. And their next game is us away. 
which is massive. Huge game. It's massive game. It, it, well, two weeks ago, it would have been even bigger. Yeah. That would have been a title contenders game. It's crazy that they've gone from being title contenders in miles anyway. I know a lot of Tottenham fans like to distance themselves from it, mm. um, which kind of baffles me a little bit because... They know their bottle jobs and they don't want the pressure. Do you think that's what it is? I, yeah, I genuinely think Tottenham fans, they kind of... They convince themselves that they accept being there and thereabouts because the pain of never actually winning anything is lessened by making out that you didn't want it anyway. I mean, that's quite a damning verdict. That's quite a damning verdict. And they'll, they'll, drop, they'll like use the excuse, well, we didn't spend any money. So given that fact, we're doing great. We're moving into a new stadium. So given that fact, we're doing great. Yeah. Um, Harry Kane was injured. So given that, we're doing great. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I kind of, I actually, for once, kind of get what you're saying with the whole. There's a, there's a lot of aspects, you know, and I think that in some circumstances they are doing great for what they've had to sort of endure. Yeah. But they should be doing better because I think they have that squad. I think they, you know, I think that it's, maybe they shouldn't be doing better in the circumstances, hmm. but they should be doing better because they should have spent money in the summer. They should already be in that stadium. Well, I, I think not even about money and access to finances, but for years they've shown they can, but never do. Like, cumulatively, I'm sure if you add up all the top teams' points from the last five years, cumulatively, I reckon Tottenham were probably top of the last five-year league. Because even the season when Leicester won, Tottenham were up there. Tottenham have always been... There or thereabouts. Yeah, there or thereabouts. So, surely, most teams that are there or thereabouts they crack on and get to that next step. For them, yeah. the next step is to win the league. That's yeah. the only possible improvement they can make. It will be very interesting to see what happens in the coming weeks. Mm. And... Before we say anything else, Tottenham Man United in the next round of the Champions League. You heard it here first. You think that's going to be the draw? Yes. I would rather meet them in the final. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, neither of you get into the final, but that'll be what will be the next draw. PSG were some of the favourites and we've just knocked them out. Yeah, but they brought brought Cavani on in the 93rd minute and they had no Neymar. So I'm going to stop giving you praise now. (laughs) Excuses. I kind of want to talk about... uh, the bottom off of the table as well actually um, just because I was looking at it today and I think you know we've, I think most people would agree that Fulham and Huddersfield are going down is that safe to say? I, f- I think anyone that disagrees with you hasn't watched any Premier League football this season but what I found uh, interesting is I think for as long as we've been doing this podcast we've been saying yeah Burnley will be fine but Burnley are like not far off the drop zone now yeah no <laughs> but they've been playing well and I think that at home I don't think they put up a bad fight against you today yeah I mean that's a big that's a big three points for us it may not seem it on the on the surface because it's Burnley at home but a couple of years ago that would be the team that would have beaten us yeah we went we went 1-0 down today to a direct corner um, which by the, the way on. which yeah. Well played. Well played. <laughs> I don't think that they give you. I think they give you troubles. Mm-hmm. I think that they are. I mean, today the wind. I mean, there was about there was all four all four seasons in that game today. I think 
It's a bit of snow, a bit of sunshine, yeah. a load of wind. You know, Klopp didn't blame the wind today, which is pretty good. <laughs> um, and I think that given given where we've come, I do think it's a big three points. Mm-hmm. Um, it keeps us within one one point of Man City. Mm. Um, with, however, for Burnley, I still think they're going to be safe purely because of their home record. Yeah. I think that they will still pick up points. Yeah. I think if they, you know, whenever they... Because they'll, they'll, they will still have to face teams in the bottom half at home yeah and I think with Woods and Barnes up front I think that they are a handful yeah absolutely and they've, I mean they've taken points off a lot of the bigger teams this season as well so yeah they've shown they can take points off anyone that's it it's only a couple of weeks here they, were, they beat Tottenham mm. and, it, and it it weren't it was pretty, you know it was, a, it was a very it was a good performance did they beat Chelsea not too long ago oh Quite possibly. Yeah, I swear they beat Quite Chelsea. Possibly. They really beat Chelsea recently. Am I right in thinking that was the big 4-0 no, or something? No, that was Bournemouth. Ah, That bees, was Bournemouth. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Over end of the country. But I still think that I still think that Cardiff will go down, despite their win on the weekend. I still think they'll go down. Um, I just think West Ham are poor, and that's probably the reason why they got it, is because West Ham are such a mixed bag. Mm. Um, and I think that they for me are the only ones that are sort of going to join them yeah um, because I think that you know a big result like the Everton uh, Newcastle beating Everton yeah I think that keeps I think that keeps them safe you know Newcastle yeah I think I know yeah, there's quite a few games left but they're good six points off of the relegation zone and I think I that safe. they I think they need one more win I, how many, I mean they're on what 34, 34 points 34 yeah 34 points so I mean I think that they with that win I think they need one more win and I think they're safe I think 37's because I don't see Cardiff picking up another 9 points I still feel Brighton aren't safe I just don't think Brighton are a good team see I've been saying this for a long time at the start of the season I probably would have said Brighton will go down they beat your local at the weekend my local? yeah Palace I live in Charlton now (laughs) oh but I guess Palace is not Look, just, 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 that's the local yeah, big club just, <laughs> just edit that out edit <laughs> yeah. that out right and you live somewhere near Crystal Palace right? okay yeah 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 brilliant South so East. they beat your local at the weekend <laughs> okay yeah uh, <laughs> that's somehow a derby by the way what Charlton Palace no Brighton Palace yes that's uh, there was a documentary made about this shout out Copper 90 made a great documentary about um, the Palace Brighton derby and it's not just about it being a derby it's about the stealing of identity about the eagle emblem and the mascot where they have the eagle fly over the stadium. Apparently, I'm not sure who started it, but there's this beef between Palace and Brighton as wow. to that whole, like, yeah, that vibe. No, definitely. It's very, yeah, I might need to catch that. You may need to send, yeah, yeah. Yeah, send me a link. On I'll that. link you. But, <laughs> um, but I think that, I still think Brighton are safe. Um, I think they've got some good players. Mm-hmm. Um, big fan of Anthony Knockhart. Great finish, by the way. Yeah. Oh, what a goal. He's both, one for the fantasy football team. Both their goals were really good. Both their goals were really good. Glenn Murray's sort of, you know, with the bounce and the half volley yeah. into the corner. He's old school. I, I like Glenn him. Murray. I like Glenn Murray a lot. I don't know how many years he's got left. Not many, but Do he's making you, the most of it. But I feel there's certain players that can, you know, be there and thereabouts in the top leagues at an older age. You know, them Teddy Sheringham types that are playing to their 38. 
Do you think Glenn Murray is that kind of... Because the style of play, it's not very like... No, he's not running about like Raheem Sterling. Can you imagine if he was? Can you imagine if he was doing <laughs> the movements and everything, the hand movements? And that would scare people. It would be mental, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that they... I, I can't see him doing it. I can see him lasting one more season after this and then probably hanging up his boots. Mm. Um, but he's still doing a job. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's he, it's not... I don't, I don't think it's through... I think he could carry on doing it for a few more years. Mm. I just don't see him wanting, don't see him wanting him yeah, to. Yeah, I, um, I just mentioned Raheem Sterling there. I want to shout out Raheem Sterling, and right now, for the uh, the benefit of the audio, or for those who can't see what's going on here, I'm about to show Dan my fantasy football. Can you just because um, I know what you're going to show me? We had a conversation over the weekend, and yep. you asked for my opinion. Yes, and you asked who should you have as your captain. This weekend, I, I had Pogba, but I took him out because yeah. I had a feeling he wouldn't turn up. Yeah, and oh, that's a shock. And <laughs> um, we, you sort of gave me Sterling or Hazard. Yeah, and I told you to choose. You said Sterling. I did. Yeah, and uh, Sterling scored a hat trick, right? Yeah, and yeah. also got bonus wow. points for being, you know, player of the. Uh, just saying. Yeah. Just saying. Um, I just wanted to show you that Sterling is pretty much the only player that got me. Decent points. Has it got you forty-two points? He's my captain, so I get double points. Um, Eden Hazard got me ten. I'm really annoyed at myself because my strikers are out of itch. I was hoping he wouldn't come on because then Rondon would come in, who you know did a job, got eleven points, but he was on my bench. Um, you had to put in Rashford, didn't you? After all these world-class claims as well. So. Yeah, I had to, and I, I thought he's, he's turned up. He turned up for you today, to be fair, didn't he? You think so? No. <laughs> I was thinking that's ironic. You think that. Yeah, I don't know. It just didn't really click for him today. I kind of, I almost feel maybe he's been rushed back from injury. Mm. Um, but I did, I did just want to shout out Sterling. Um, because do you, think, do you think he's the most informed player in the league at the minute? Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to disagree, isn't it? Really, I mean, he's been involved in a hell of a lot of Man City's goals. Well, whether he's assisting or scoring or even just making space for someone else he's scoring or assisting. Isn't he on 15 goals in the Premier League this season? Yeah. Like uh, you could arguably say he's been their most important player in terms of scoring mm. and getting forward this season. Well, I mean, it's a testament to sort of... It's a testament for him that he is... People are talking about him as being the main man in a team that's costing millions. Yeah, with a team with Sergio Aguero up top and Leroy Sane and Kevin De Bruyne, Kevin De Bruyne and David Silva and my, I have to say a big shout out to Bernardo Silva as well. He's been fantastic. He, he is unbelievable. Yeah, unbelievable. And it's a, it is a testament to Raheem that we're talking about him mm. as being the match winner in a team full of that many people yeah and I think he's come on leaps and bounds and it's it's sort of making sure I mean it's sort of a, I think it's a big couple of weeks for him in terms of the international side of stuff because we don't really see him perform to a high enough standard in an England shirt and I don't know whether or not that's the setup mm. of of the England team mm-hmm. or whether or not that's the pressure that he puts on himself in an England shirt mm. he doesn't seem to have that vibrancy and that that f- almost maybe it's ab- just I almost feel it's just because Gareth Southgate isn't Pep 
and Pep's got City set up in a way that suits Sterling's play. I mean, yeah, I see what you're saying, but I, I don't. I see that we could not mirror that play, mm. but I think that we could get somewhere close mm. with with the players that we've got. Yeah, I don't like the fact that he plays him up top. Okay, I like the fact that Sterling plays on the wing because he does. He say he has that ability to go past a man, and also has that ability that mm. when it's on the opposite flank, he's able to yeah. come off the wing, ghost in, and and hit that. That is such that, a pep thing. Yeah. yeah, and I think that that's something that we need to use as a strength because mm. there's not many players that possess that ability to ghost in at the back post, mm-hmm. nick a goal, and mm. and L15. I think that, that L15. <laughs> yeah, and that can be a real asset to England in the future. Yeah, especially if Harry Kane's not on form. Yeah. You've not got that one. You you know there's there's an over reliance on Harry Kane. It doesn't matter what team he's in. Yeah, there's an over reliance on him because you fully expect him to score every time. Yeah, it's nice to know that we can rely on someone else a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. Um, with that all being said, I think within the Man City squad, I mean the fact that they have players like Sterling, like De Bruyne, like Aguero, leads me to think they're still going to win the league. And as a Liverpool fan, I'm sure you agree. I can't, I can't doubt it. Mm. I mean, we we make changes and put Divock Origi up front. Do you know what I mean? Divock is yeah. probably not their fourth best striker, let alone their f- second yeah. or third choice. They've got Leroy Sane and Mares on the bench. Do you know what I mean? And it just and they're coping with Kevin De Bruyne out. Yeah, like it's 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 crazy. And I think as much as it pains me to say, they've got so much. I, I, I don't get mad at how many competitions they're in because they've got such a good strength and depth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they possess that ability, ability to. I mean, I know they're not playing great at the minute, but they possess the ability to sort of slow everything down when they're at that winning pace, and it's almost like they're playing in second gear. They can absolutely control games. Yeah, and um, and not many teams are able to do that. Even when they win like a one nil, you don't look at it and think, "Oh, scrappy one nil." Yeah. You think. It controlled the game and it could have been 4-0 but they only scored one. Yep. And I think that's the difference between Liverpool and Man City at the moment. Liverpool win 1-0 and you'll be like, oh, lucky there. Um, well, another thing I wanted to quickly mention about the Man City game actually, we spoke earlier about a dubious penalty decision. There was a dubious offside that wasn't given in the Man City game. What, what did you make of that, Dan? Clear offside, wasn't it? Clear. And... This is another one that has like a dubious rule to it because obviously Sterling didn't touch the ball first. Therefore, one, once the defender touches it, it kind of obsoletes the initial pass that was made. But it come off Aguero. But the defender kicked it onto Sterling. So the point is, like, if it came off Aguero and Sterling touched it first, it would be offside. See, I thought that it come off Aguero to Sterling. No, th- what happened was it came off Aguero... And the defender went to clear it. And as he went to clear it, he kicked it at Sterling. So because the defender touched it before Sterling did, Sterling was therefore not offside because the last player it came off was the defender. But the dubious thing here is that if the offside player interferes with play or his action encourages the defender to make a decision on something, then he's offside. It's if you interfere with play, whether or not you touch the ball. And I think the defender wouldn't have cleared it in the way he did if Sterling hadn't run at him, yeah. making Sterling offside. But it's, it's dubious. Yeah. I mean, it's, it is what it is. You win some, you lose some, don't you? Yeah. I know that City are going to have 
some decisions go against them. Yeah. And so it all, I think it all works itself out towards the end of the season. And if that wasn't a goal, Man City scored another two anyway. Yeah, and I think that's <laughs> it. I think the only thing is that you could say is that it, it disrupted Watford's plans. Yeah. Because Watford were dealing quite well from yeah, me yeah. personally as a Liverpool fan. I kind of celebrate when City don't score at half-time. Okay. Because I expect them to just score all the time. And so yeah. when a team has kept them quiet for a half yeah. and something like that happens and it is questionable decision, yeah. it's a bit of a kick in the teeth because Watford seem to be doing pretty well yeah. at holding them. And Man City, let's not forget, have not been playing that great recently. Mm-hmm. So there is a full chance that they might not have got them other two goals. Mm-hmm. And it is just down to the fact that Watford, who made changes, by the way, there was no mm-hmm. Dini and no De La Feu in their starting lineup. There was a moment when Dini came on and he pushed company off the ball and I was quite impressed. Yeah, <laughs> but Dini is a... He's, he's a he's battering a brute, man, isn't, isn't he? He's a brute. He looks like he played rugby because he's yeah. got that, like, you know, that face. <laughs> that rugby <laughs> smashed in face. The smashed in rugby face, I hope yeah. he doesn't hear this because yeah, he yeah. might battering around yeah, me. Yeah, if he does. <laughs> where, where, you live near Charlton, don't you? Yeah, yeah. The, the Watford's <laughs> the other side, mate. It's all right. <laughs> other side of London. Um... <laughs> But yeah, so it's. I I mean I, I'm not going to complain too much. We've had some lucky sc- uh, scrapes in the past, so mm. it's just sort of on to the next one. Yeah. Um. To finish off with, Dan, I was thinking maybe we should have a quick talk about the week ahead of Champions League. We touched on Champions League earlier. Um. It's a couple of games left, and then beyond that, it's the quarterfinals. So, uh, Liverpool, Bayern Munich. Has, which way we, Which way do we think that's going to go? I think Bayern will win. Really? Yeah, yeah, I do. I think that they're a different proposition at home, mm-hmm. which which is either going to work for us or against us, mm-hmm. uh, obviously. They're in great form um, in the German league. It, it's just that I, I kind of expect them to come out at us, and I don't know which way it's going to work. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether or not they're going to put too much pressure on us. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, I'd like to think that it means that there's going to be more gaps opening because the onus is on them to come out and attack us. Yeah. Um, but it, there's no point us relying on that mm-hmm. if our strikers are going to perform like they did in the first leg. Yeah. Or against United. Because mm-hmm. I know that Mane got two today and Firmino got two. Yeah. And Salah, I, you know, he's got into some decent spaces, but he's his touch and his sort of it, nothing seems to be running right for him at the minute do you think defenders have sussed him a little bit in the Premier League in particular no because I still think he's getting into them chances mm. uh, there's quite a few chances that he got into today that last but year he would have finished yeah and I think that that's it I think it's the composure mm. I think you know there's a bit of, bit, bit of composure missing mm. um, and I also think that it's it's just it's just it's just one of them things. People go into these type of spells whereby they, you know, they on a bit of a barren run. Mm-hmm. You know, we're lucky today that Mane and Firmino sort of picked up mm-hmm. the pieces. Yeah. But if that doesn't happen, it doesn't matter how much space they give us on Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. We're, we're not going to make anything of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I'm worried about. And our our away record in the Champions League, we've lost every game this season. Yeah, we lost a part. We lost a Red Star Belgrade, and Bayern Munich have won their last four games against English opposition in yeah. the Champions League. Apart from the last one, the last four games at home, I think that's yeah. that was. Yeah, and it's 
that we, you know, it's a different proposition. I think we, it's how we deal with it. We got Virgil van Dijk back, which is huge. Massive. Um, I think it's also huge that we got Dan Lovren back um, because I can't stand Matip. I think he's dreadful. Um, so I think it would be quite nice to maybe get them back in. Where's Gomez? Uh, he's still injured from the first Burnley game when he broke his leg. He had like a fracture in his leg. Wow. Um, and it sort of it had a bit of a reset. Mm. But I think that it all depends on the midfield free we start as well. Because if we start something passive like a Milner, Henderson and Wijnaldum, I think we need that ball carrier. I think we need... I mean, we're crying out for Oxley Chamberlain to come Lallana back. Alana had a good game. Today. Yeah, Alana had a really good game, and if Is he, he ready could for perform like that, Champions League Bayern Munich. I don't see why not. He I don't lacks, see why not. He lacks the match practice, match yep. fitness. Uh, we're crying out for Oxley Chamberlain to come back in, oh, or yeah. or Naby Keita to show something like the form he did last season for yeah, RB yeah. Leipzig. Yeah. So, but you know, head is saying Bayern, heart is saying Liverpool. Heart has to say Liverpool. Of course, it does. Um, and it'll be very interesting to see what happens. And the other game was Manchester City Schalke. Oh, of course, I mean that's a that's a City win. Well, City are three two up after the first leg. Schalke have had a terrible season in the Bundesliga, yeah. so I mean you'd you'd think so, but they did We've cause seen City problems. Miracles can happen in this Champions League, though. It has exactly. been very entertaining. I think that given given City's record, Shea given, Shea given. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Every day of the week. <laughs> um, and touche. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, they'll win. Yeah, they've got they've got to win, surely, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. I think there's going to be questions asked if Pep if they don't. I, I reckon love definitely it if they don't. It'll definitely it'll definitely be off to Juve if that happens. Yeah, I really hope that they shout things up. But <laughs> oh, you're so wonderful. You're so wonderful. Oh. Um, who would you want in the next round? Schalke. <laughs> I would want of the teams that are still in it. Schalke, maybe Porto. Yeah. Well, what about Ajax? The way Ajax played against Real Madrid scared me. Yeah. I wouldn't want to come up against them. Bloody, what's his name? Uh, Dusan Tadic. He did some Tadic, mate. <laughs> he, did, he did something, something, didn't what he? What happened to him? He was at Southampton and he was decent, you know. Yeah. Worked for the fantasy football and that, you know, a couple of assists and that. But now he's gone to Ajax and he's a world beater on the yeah. Champions League stage. It's, yeah, wow. You see that, it's that little skill he done, put Casemiro on his ass. Oh, unbelievable. And the finish, oh. Yeah. So, he, um, man did yeah. some Tadic. I, I don't, yeah, I don't fancy them in the next round. Mm. I don't fancy them in the next round, but that's all part of the fun and games, isn't it? Who do you fancy to win? I said, you, I said Juve, but being 2-0 down at Atletico really isn't... Um, it's not ideal for them. It's not yeah. ideal. Um, I'm going to go City. I think City... Really? Yeah, I think so. Can I also just have a shout-out for Sergio Ramos, who got a deliberate oh. red, got a deliberate yellow card, so he was banned for the game because he thought it was a walkover. And oh, then, um, sure, fans around the world love that. And to make things better, whilst he was there watching the Ajax game they were filming a documentary on his life oh. and I think that that is the most amazing thing I can't and wait it, to see this and, documentary and before, before anyone says anything this is not mm. me being a bit of Liverpool fan because of what happened last year it is just because the man is a prick he's the king of shithouses yeah <laughs> and that's all I want to say on him oh, mate, I, 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 like it. I fully agree with you on that um, 
I think that will call it for the for the day. Yeah, I think yeah. so. It's what? been a short one today. No quiz today. I know. Um, the truth is, we'll be transparent. Didn't really have time to wear. Think of a quiz or think of some questions. Yeah, maybe maybe if anyone listening can think of a a quiz for next week. Great idea. You know what? Next week I'm in Ajax. You're in Ajax next week. I'm in Amsterdam. Oh, but I'm thinking to get an Ajax shirt. Oh, do Santadic on the back? It could be. Yeah, it could be Tadic. Uh, on match, that note. Ma- match made in heaven. <laughs> there you go. Thanks, Dan. Thank you very much, buddy. I'll catch you next week. Goodbye. <laughs>